0: Summer has come to pass. The innocent can never last. Wake me up when September ends. It's not September. No, it's not. And we're not sleeping. It's March. Yeah.
1: And this isn't Green Day. This is American Brews and Tunes.
0: Here's a theme song,
1: you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as
0: it should song American Brews and Tunes shibbity beam
1: all right. Welcome to another episode of American Brews and Tunes. Yes, welcome, one and all. This is episode number thirty-two. Uh, last week, as you all know, we had our one-off episode featuring Harry Styles. We sure did. And this week, we are back to our regular program, regular scheduled programming, in which we recommend albums for the others to listen to. But this one has a theme. It's, yes, uh, it does. It's all about the rap. The it's rap. All about the, the, rap the rap. The rap. Hip hop. What up with the rap, yo? <laughs> what up with the rap and the hip-hop, yo? Uh, because of what I just said is why I'm not in a rap group. Yes. Um, Same So, here. yeah, we, we've been uh, listening to albums of rap artists. Uh, I have been listening to an album called Morning in America and Dreaming in Color by Brother Ali.
0: Yep. And I've been listening to an album by the Beastie Boys called To the Five Burrows. Wow. Two great rap albums, if you ask me. Uh, I, but we
1: also actually have a, a theme about our beer, too, kind of. We kind of do, yeah. Yeah, I like, it's it's not morning, but, you know, I could use a little jolt, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and a little... what, what
0: better way to, to get a jolt in the morning than by having a beer, yeah. right?
1: A coffee a beer. Co- <laughs> a so, coffee beer. So, uh, unlike the one up episodes, we do have different beers that we're trying, but they both have coffee in them. Yeah, they both, well, I mean, like, they both, yeah, they both have coffee. Yeah.
0: They're um, so not like literally a coffee beer but
1: beers that have coffee in them in them. Yeah. So before we talk about the albums we'll
0: we'll talk about our beers. Yeah, why not? Why um, why not indeed. I'm really excited to try my beer as well as well I'm excited to drink my beer. Yeah. Um, but I'm also excited to try yours
1: um, Me as well um, uh, I've had this one for a while Yeah, I'm looking at the date that it was bottled right now Yeah, so it's uh, it's That's actually about two and a half years now Two and a half now. years old I, I've been aging it in my, my beer cellar, aka my closet um, I bought this in a box set of four different beers And as you oh. all remember, on I, I can't remember which episode number it was But when we were talking about our first hoppy beers yes. You had the Arrogant Bastard by Stone Yes and so this is uh, a kind of a play on that, uh, per se. It's it's another Arrogant Bastard beer, but it's uh, every year, uh, once a year, I, sp- I guess that's a better way to phrase it, they release the Double Bastard, which is a much more intense version of the Arrogant Bastard. So yep. we, I have that usually once a year because it's, it's a really good beer, but it is
0: intense. But as we said earlier, this is coffee. So but- this is
1: a different version of the Double Bastard called the Depth Charged. Double Bastard. Oh. So it's the Double Bastard Ale, brewed with espresso beans. Which, oh uh,
0: my gosh. Sounds really interesting. Um For some reason, in my mind, it just now clicked that it's a Double Bastard with espresso beans. Yeah. And now, like, I'm holding up to the
1: light, and you can see all the, the oh, sediment wow, sitting at the bottom. Can. It's crazy. That
0: looks cool. I don't I know like if it's that. because
1: it was cellared, or if it's just... I don't know. Beautiful Who knows?
0: Mine. I can't see through mine in the light. What do you, well, what do you have? You want to know why I can't? Why? Because it's black as the night, I assume. I haven't opened it yet.
1: Yeah, but well, I guess I should say that the Double Bastard is an American strong ale, so it's not
0: yeah not super dark in color, I suppose, but we'll see when I open but it. But that's why um, earlier, I like literally just a second ago, I like didn't put the fact together that it was a Double Bastard. Yeah. Even though it says Double Bastard. Depth charge and Double Bastard. And then I was bastard. like... Oh yeah, it's a, like an like a strong ale with espresso beans. Yeah,
1: that'll it's, be. Uh, it's gonna be strong all over the place if you if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <you> wink, wink, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever that means. The
0: funny thing is that Steve didn't actually wink there. He just kind of said wink, wink, Wait, wink, did, wink. Did you wink? I don't know. I w- my I, I
1: winked in my mind. Did you double wink? My mind's eye winked. Did you double wink? I thinked.
0: <laughs> I thinked to wink. You thinked to wink. I think. I think, that sounds like a beginning of like a Shel Silverstein poem. I think to wink. I think to wink. That one night last night when I think to winked, <laughs> I think to wink. Think to wink. Think a wink. Think to wink. wink. Oh, goodness. Well, what what beer are you having? Um, as I said, it's a dark one. And of course, there are, there are, you know, a couple of types of beers that you can't see through. One of them is Stouts, and that's what this is. Oh, is it? It's a, it's <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Stout. <stopped. laughs> this is a beer from Lagunitas Brewing Company. <laughs> yes. And it is a 2017 one-hitter, so which means they brew it one time. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. At least for that year. I'm not sure if they do multiple iterations of the same one-hitter. I don't know. I think it's generally like the one-and-done, like they do it. I think so. Um, so that's why I'm very much looking forward to this beer. Uh, so, th- again, this is from a one-hitter series, and it is a coffee stout aged in rye oak barrels. What's, but it, what's, what's it called? What's surprising about this is that it's aged in willet barrels. So what do they call this beer? Well, if you were to put beer in one of those barrels, what would be a good way to describe it? Bourbon barrel aged. Nope. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good way to describe it. <laughs> well, actually, it's rye oak. All right. My Oak Barrel Barrel Aged. aged. Nope. They go they go a different series with this one hitter. Yeah. They call it the Willetized
1: Coffee Stout. Oh, interesting. And now I have had a different variation of this called the High Westified Coffee Stout. And I I can't really off the top of my head remember what that one was. I remember it was really good, but it was it was intense. It was like it was well over ten percent, so I know it was a boozy. Yeah, this one is hard point six. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, that's that's really intense. I don't think mine's that. Well, mine is pretty boozy too. It's 11. now
0: on the side of this bottle. It says, "Life is uncertain. Don't sip." <laughs> okay. uh, I'm not going to take that advice, Lagunitas. Like I'm going to sip this one. I think that might be like their slogan for all their their. I think their so, but they should know. change it just for this one. For this one, please do sip. <laughs> please sip this. Please do sip. not do not chug this. Oh, what? What's... Um, Anna. Well, do you know much about Willet? The Willet Distillery. I really don't know too much about it. Neither do I. I believe it's a bourbon distillery. I'm fairly certain that it's uh, high quality stuff. Yeah, I I, I I believe believe it's been around for a while. Yeah,
1: one would be led to believe so. One would be
0: led to believe that. Yes.
1: Now I do know that when you open a bag of coffee beans, you're overwhelmed with a delicious smell.
0: Oh my gosh! Even before you open the ones that have those little tiny holes in them, that you can squeeze and then smell the goodness. The scent hole. The scent hole. Yeah, where they,
1: it, when you squeeze the bag, it, like, pushes the air out?
0: Yeah, kind of like a centaur. It's oh. <laughs> a Oh, gosh. So I'm curious if when we open this Just if we're going to smell coffee. Um, I think that we're both going to. Uh, also, yours, maybe not. Yours is going to be a, a very strange, weird scent of coffee. Because maybe. you're also going to be smelling the strong ale, the Also, bastard. mine has been aged for two and a half years. Yeah, yours could be really intense and weird. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect. In all the honesty, only, the only way to find out is to, to yeah, so, is to give it a little crickety crack and open it up.
1: Oh, still got some. After two and a half years, it still has some nice uh, carbonation in there. Alrighty, let's see. Uh, I'm not really getting too much in the way of coffee scents. Um, from I can't mine. say that I'm surprised. I'm gonna pour mine out and, and see what uh, the dealio is. Okay. Well, you know what? Whenever you figure
0: out what the Delio is, let me let me know.
1: <laughs> well, it looks exactly <laughs> as I remember the double bastard looks. It's really yes. kind of a dark. Dark, dark amber. What would you call it? Dark, almost dark, dark red.
0: A darker amber.
1: A reddish amber, and it's uh,
0: it, it looks pretty, pretty thick. Well, how's your smell? I can smell the 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 bourbon barrels much more than the coffee, but maybe that'll change once I pour it into the glass. I'm curious. Uh, 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 give it a that quick. That makes sense. Let me it let me a give quick a quick sniff.
1: smell before you pour it. Um. I smell like chocolate and bourbon. That's what I'm getting out of that. Yeah, but, but I think I, maybe, I don't know if I'm
0: smelling much in the way of coffee, actually. Well, I think the chocolate that you're smelling is actually the coffee. It could be. It could be. Maybe. Well, not maybe. actually the coffee, but there's coffee, the under, coffee scent. underneath that chocolate. This is pouring very nicely. It has kind of a strange colored head. It's almost like brown and a little bit of red. You see what I'm saying? It's not like tan or brown. It's like kind of like a weird brown red. I would say it's like a dark tan, dark brown. I mean, yeah, you're right. But I kind of maybe it's just the I don't know. Maybe it's just the lighting. It looks kind of red to me. Now, why don't we give these a shot? I think that's a good idea. And as we always say on American Brews and Tunes, before we try the beers, <laughs> the little catchphrase. Shibirbikuta.
1: Oh my! Um, yep, yeah, the coffee is there. It's that dry Whoa. bitterness, like the, the straight, like roasty bitterness that you get from coffee. Yeah, um, none of the sweetness. Like it's when you think espresso beans, you don't think something that's going to be sweet. You think a really, a really thick, dark, bitter flavors, and that's what I'm, I'm getting out of this. Really, not too much in the way of, of the uh, the, uh, the like what the the dark fruit sweetness. That yeah. you normally get out of a, a strong ale like this? Yeah. It's it's like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's really coffee Really espresso-y. Really? Yeah. When they say depth-charged... Is it kind of like a... Uh... They took an espresso bomb and depth-charged this beer. <laughs> that's what a depth-charge is, right? It's like a, it, They dump it in the water and it blows up at a certain depth or something? I think so. So maybe they like took their... Uh, like a bath bomb, but it was an espresso bomb, <laughs> and it, they put it into the their brew kettles, yep. and the the coffee bath bomb went into the beer, and then when it reached a certain depth, it exploded, and the coffee was everywhere. <laughs> um, my goodness, be. this tastes so bitter and dark. It's really delicious, but I was based on the smell, I
0: was not expecting you were not that. At expecting all. that type of flavor? No. Very wow. Interesting. Um, I also was not expecting for as far as my beer goes yeah this to be so intense
1: how it like how how is it it's
0: really really good um i just finished checking it in on untapped best Mm -hmm. beer app ever um it truly is i gave it five out of five man it's so good it's super intense you can the, the bourbon flavors are like really coming through like really well the way my taste buds have tasted this it came in three layers okay almost like a three layer cake (laughs) <laughs> if you were to eat it from top to bottom. Uh, the three-layer cake has no frosting. Okay, so there's no sweetness at there's all. No, there's no, well, there's sweetness, but that's not... My metaphor or analogy would be completely ruined if there was frosting on it. Because then I would be eating that first. Because the sweetness doesn't come through first, is what I'm saying.
1: So there might be a layer of frosting in the middle, but not outside. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to you picture your analogy in my head. You got me? Okay, yep. how about this? Like it's a, a, a multiple-layer cupcake where someone pulled off the bottom and put it on top. So it's like a sandwich, you know Mm, what I mean? But it's
0: a really thin layer of frosting. Okay. It's not like one of those cupcakes where it's like half frosting and half cupcake. I'm trying to run your analogy, but I shouldn't. I'll let you analogize. Um, It's basically just... There's just three layers. That's Analogize. That's really the only... That's the depth of my analogy. Well, there's a lot of depth over here, if you catch what I'm saying. (laughs) A lot of depth. Uh, So the first layer, the top layer, whenever I bite into this piece of cake, is... A very, very strong bourbon flavor. Okay. Not like, it doesn't, it's not like boozy like some other ones, where it almost feels like you're drinking liquor, but it's like a very nice, mellow, oaky, woody sweetness.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: The second layer, you can hit with chocolate. Wow. Like cray cray.
1: Uh-huh, like, like bitter chocolate? Or like bitter milk chocolate. chocolate. Okay.
0: Not milk chocolate, thank goodness. That'd be really bad. Or would it be? And then the last layer, of course, is the coffee. Okay, um, man, oh man, probably not espresso type coffee. This is yeah, but it's a really it's like a really smooth, probably like medium roast almost. Okay, I can see that. And it comes in at the end after everything else, and actually, it's almost like this third layer is separated from the the entire cupcake somehow. Mm-hmm. And you like you take a bite of those first two, and then you're like, "Hmm, I'm gonna take a bite of a different cake," and then. <laughs> After okay. you, after you swallow the, the first, <laughs> the first and,
1: bite of cake, and to wash it down your gullet, you coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you take a sip of coffee to wash that cake okay, down your yeah, gullet. How yeah, about that?
0: that? That's even a better one. Yeah. Uh, uh, remember how I was so talking about two
1: layer cake? Remember I was talking about how bitter my my beer is? Yes. It has 100 IBU level. Really? Yeah. So that's one of the few, or maybe uh, I don't know if I've seen a non of the few IPA hundreds. get to 100 like this. Yeah. True. Uh, so it's it's definitely not hoppy bitterness, but it is bitter. Um, well, let's let's this do a little is, switch scheme. This is think, 39.
0: Scheme. Mine's only 39. It's I very beer. different. It's still pretty good. All right. I'm ready for this.
1: Oh. That bourbon's wow. really nice up front. Yeah. And yours. Just wait you for see, a little
0: bit of sweetness. Okay, yeah. That's, I, I really happiness. like the one yeah, you had. really good.
1: I'd say mine's way thicker, though.
0: Yeah, for, I, it feels like it is. It's not thicker, but it has like a more intense t- feeling. You know what Mouth I'm talking feeling. about? The bitterness, yeah. though? It's really bitter. It is. It's like, like eating a straight espresso bean. Yes. Just going like this.
1: And there's a little bit of the 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 double bastard flavor, but most of it's espresso.
0: Yeah, I like it, but it's that's really good. It's intense. Uh, that's gonna be a doozy.
1: Yes, it is. It already is a doozy. If you know what I'm saying. I do you know what I'm what you're saying? saying. All right, now that we know what each other is saying, um, <laughs> let's dive into the music. And now that we understand each other, let's take our coffee and rap with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know what you are saying. <laughs> um, I'm going to go first just because I want to. Okay. <laughs> That's a good enough reason. Just because I want I, and to. And I can't remember who went first last time. I um, don't remember
0: either, so it's all good.
1: So just to reiterate, uh, I am reviewing the album "Morning in America and Dreaming in Color. And "Morning" is spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. So yeah. like mourning or grieving or... or Like sad. Yeah. Uh, and the artist is Brother Ollie. Uh, his real name is Ali Douglas... Uh, newman but his birth name was jason not ali Mm -hmm. Uh, he converted to islam when he was 15 and he picked the name ali in homage to muhammad ali yep kind of interesting huh um so he has a very unique set of characteristics yes he does uh well to be a muslim rapper is is interesting enough to begin with um but he's also albino yep so he's got no pigmentation in the skin, I believe that's what it is. His yep. eyes are red. His skin's almost like pale, like see-through almost. Uh, and that because his there's no pigment in his eyes, he's technically legally blind. Yeah, uh, he can still see, but he classifies as being legally blind. Yeah, um, but his raps really different than what I expected. He's very socially conscious. I mean, obviously by looking at the title yeah. of the the album, you know that. But also if you look at the cover art, it's thought provoking. Thought provoking in a way. So he's he's. Pr- praying, but instead of using a prayer mat, uh, the traditional prayer mat that a Muslim would use, yeah. uh, it's the American flag that he's he's kneeling on and praying. So it's, I feel yeah. like that sets the tone for the album. Um, pretty good cover. I mean, if you are surprised by any of the music, then you probably didn't look at the cover. Yeah, I, I guess know. so. Um, but I guess to outline the songs that I picked, it was really tough to pick songs. A lot of the songs were worthy of being picked, but I narrowed it down to the ones that I liked best based on the lyrics, okay. um, as opposed to the music, because the music really didn't strike me as much. Um, I, I don't really sing along. I really like the messages. Um, but the music was cool because I think a lot of it took from like funk or soul, all these weird instrumentations, mm-hmm. and it's a little different than some of his other albums. I listen to some of his older stuff. Um, so it's pretty unique. Um, and it doesn't really rely on hooks or choruses. No, not really. Per se, there are some that pop up in, in the, the album from time to time, but nothing that really struck me. Uh, and before I get into the album, one last thing: I, um, I was looking at someone else's review, and they pointed out that um, without sounding loud or like without him like seeming confrontational, he addresses these really big topics, but does them in a way that almost seems conversational. Hmm. Like I, I know you've you've heard rappers get like intense, yeah, and they like it's kind of scary sometimes when they're talking about something they're really passionate about whereas him it, it does almost sound like he's having a conversation hmm.
0: which is kind of cool i never thought about it like that but that's true when you
1: listen to it, it it definitely does so without further ado here is the review of morning in america and dreaming in color by brother ali what it do um track number one Uh, since this is also the deluxe edition i guess i should say yeah uh it's got 18 tracks is that right 16 tracks i'm sorry um because the track length is so long i'm going to touch upon the ones that i um recommended or honorably mentioned and move past the other ones pretty quickly just Um, say the title and your rating i'll try um and i didn't do any fun ratings this time just out of five uh letter to my countryman i gave a five out of five and recommended okay I thought it was a great way to start the album. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and like the cover, I think it also sets the tone um, that it's not really going to attack anyone, but kind of be more yeah. um, common sense, like more down to earth, like yeah. from a yeah, you know, I could definitely see that, mo- like using your morals and, and not being so negative always. Um, I really like that he starts out by saying he doesn't like America like he used to, because mm. um, I think, I, think I, I thought I used to hate this place. Yeah. Um he used to talk about how he wanted to say that to the president's face, but now he, he finds that he actually loves it for its for its ideals, what it could be, and also for its flaws. Yeah. Uh which is kinda cool to point out. And he uses the rest of the song to point out how we can make it better, um, a lot of um social imagery, but he also points to, to racism and slavery and how we can't ignore it. Um but my favorite part is at the very end of the song, and I'm gonna read this this quote, it's a little long, but I really like it. Uh, He says, I know the masses want to sleep and they would just rather hear me rap into the beat, but I want to pass this world to my son a little better than when it was handed to me. So I wrote a letter to my countrymen. I'll be happy if it only reaches one of them. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's clearly given a message for, for the countrymen, not even just his, his listenership, I suppose, for everybody's, everybody equally. And if just one person listens to it and is affected, then he's doing his
0: job yeah yeah so I think that's a <clears> that is a great way to open the album too because you can have it sets the the tone the tone for the entire album yeah. like the because some of the later songs seem uh, more intense than that like musically a little bit musically and also musically lyrically, lyrically But for sure since he has that opening I think it's a like it, it definitely is like kind of saying that this is dialogue yeah. not and I think he even I, I believe it was that song where he's like
1: not a democrat or a republican
0: yeah I think it's the line is, this is a letter to my countryman, not from a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah. Cool song, though. I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, song number two is called
1: Only Life That I Know. I gave five out of five and also recommended it. Oh, really? So, one, two, it's back the to only back. only life that I ever know. Uh, and this song is about hardship. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's the only life he ever knows.
0: It's um, my life.
1: Growing up, presumably low income, uh, he references a trailer park in a raggedy a- apartment complex And he sets this scene pretty well through the imagery and through his lyrics. Uh, Like he references a single mom on the steps waiting for the mailman to come because she needs that check. Um, There's boys on the street trying to act tough because they're trying to earn their respect somehow. Uh, Girls who are looking for love but end up becoming sexual objects. Um, Drugs. All kind of things. Uh, But it's kind of cool. By the end of the song, he presents that people who are in this situation that he describes generally have three ba- main options. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first option is to go to school, uh, which is really unpopular, be square, you know, get made fun of or whatever, uh, graduate, get a house that you can't afford, um, and eventually die just as poor as you started. Yeah. Um, he says that most people find it a terrible route. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they're more likely to end up with the second or third options. The second option is to sell drugs, uh, because that's easier to do, given the circumstances, I suppose. Uh, And either die in violence, or if you're lucky, go to jail making license plates or whatever, he says. Yeah. And the third option is to get on welfare and begin the cycle. Because even he talks about, like, you get on welfare and immediately there are people giving you a hard time for not getting a job or or something like that. And you can't get a job. Even if you're trying to get a job. Yeah. And so it's those three options that uh, people are stuck picking from, and there's not really much help or much opportunity for a fourth option. But it's the only life that he's ever known.
0: Yeah. And
1: I think that he, the way he speaks about it, I, I, I'm not really entirely sure about his background, um, but it sounds like it's pretty personal, or maybe he's got some experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it wasn't him who lives it, he at least knows some people who lived it, or he yeah. sees it
0: uh, regularly.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, it,
0: I'm sure it's fairly personal. Yeah,
1: it, it definitely assume. sounded like it. But it was a good, it was a really good song. I recommended it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to song number three, which is called Stop the Press. I gave it 4.5 out of 5, and okay. I gave it honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> um, just because it's a really cool song. Do you remember this one? Yeah. Uh, it's a recap of his life since the last album dropped. And yep. the last album that he released before this one was called was us. us. Yeah. And he even talks about how it was kind of a bomb and his heart wasn't really in it. Yeah. And he says, there are some songs I was really proud of, but... All in all, it wasn't that great. Right, uh, And then he kind of talks about everything that's happened after that with uh, how he's had the most success he's ever had, but he's been the most depressed. Yeah, uh, Lots of touring, talks having about... his lifelong friend and DJ had a lot of problems and end up retiring from touring. Yeah. Um, he talks about not connecting with new DJs that he had on tour, the death of his dad while he was on tour. He talks about how he had to come home from uh, uh, Europe, from, right? From somewhere over there. Uh, he talks about uh, how just the difficulty of touring, being away from his wife and kids, uh, the suicide of a good friend, and the life-changing tra- trip to Mecca. So that was mm-hmm. the only positive thing, because a lot of it was, was hardships, and then, yeah. and then that trip to Mecca. But the song ends with a really cool quote, which is, um, got a couple of beat tapes from Jake, who's his producer. Um, genuine dude, and his music is great. I told Zach, who's his booking agent, to hold my tour dates. Roll the tape. I got something to say. So I'm going to make this album. Let me start it off the right way. Yeah. I think I I might have messed up words (laughs) there. Definitely not Um,
0: why we're not rappers. Yeah, I don't have
1: much in the way of flow. Uh, So it almost seems like that could have been the start of the album. Like he's saying, I've learned all this, and now I've got this experience. I've, I've got things I need to say. Roll the tapes. Here it comes. Yeah. Which sets up the next song which is the title track. Mm-hmm. Morning in America, I gave um four point five out of five, but I didn't recommend it. I almost did, I almost gave an honorable mention, uh, but last I couldn't pick it. Yeah. Um I think this might be the most intense song in the album.
0: It's the one that's yeah. The Murder, Murder, Murder. murder. Kill, 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 kill Death and Destruction. Something, something fail. Real it's intense lyrically, intense musically. It's about killing and murder. This um, is the one where the uh I really like I really like the music in this one. The music's good. It has that. That was a. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, but he he likens
0: soldierists
1: or so, soldiers to terrorists. <laughs> South- well, no, he says so there's a thin line between a
0: soldier yeah, he and a says, terrorist. A t- he said whenever people are like innocent people are dying, there, there's a. I think it's there's a. I think this is what he said. Like whenever people are dying, there's a really thin line between a soldier and a terrorist. Yeah. He, I think he lumps a lot of killing
1: them together. Saying if you if you murder if you kill, it's hard to justify, and it's there's always somebody dying, so it's not good. Yeah. Um, but as I didn't recommend it, I will move on. Track number five is called "Gather Round." So gather round. I gave get it the round three out of five. Another intense sounding song uh, about complacency. We need to fight for freedom, but mm-hmm. I didn't recommend it. Uh, moving on to number six, which is called "Work Every Day." I gave four out of five, and it's about economic hardship. Yeah. Uh, and the brokenness and the like creptness of the
0: system. Kind of like that song earlier was.
1: Yes. Yeah. Another good one, but I don't recommend. So moving on. Uh, track number seven is called Need and Not. I gave it 4.5 out of 5 and I almost wanted to recommend it. Really? Uh, it's kind of a funny song. Uh cause he's Not. He keeps explaining like his situation and there's three different situations. The first verse it sounds like he's a cocaine dealer. The second sounds yeah. like he's a marijuana dealer, and the third sounds like he's a pimp. Yeah. But respectively, you find out he's actually a snow shoveler, a lawn mower, and a broom pusher at a hair salon. Yeah. Like in the the when you think he's being a marijuana dealer, he's like he's like yo I come in my old lady can smell the green on my clothes. Yeah. But he's <laughs> like, like it's
0: But actually, I was just mowing lawns.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're like oh <laughs> she was smelling the lawn clippings on his clothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's a really funny song, but also I think he's probably. Probably pointing out that your mind just goes to 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 these stereotypes yeah, or generalizations about people.
0: Yeah, yeah, because like in the first in the first verse, I think he's talking about how his clients all their noses are dripping. Yeah, because it's cold. Because it's cold outside. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's a funny song. Um wish I could
1: talk about it more, but as it's not recommended, it gets to move on. Uh, track number eight is called "One More Hit," but one is spelled W O N. I give it three point five out of five. Uh, I really like the instrumental in the verse, mm-hmm. but I don't really care about the hook. Uh, and it's about watering down rapture out of the masses, yeah, and kind of about the music industry. Please, oh please, just
0: give us one more hit.
1: But moving on to track number nine is called "Say Amen." Say Amen. I gave it three point five out of five. Amen. And this one is also <laughs> about the exact same thing about main mainstream hip hop. I think he's calling out some people in this song. I have no um, idea. But it, this one sounds a lot different because it's got like a, a rock feel. There's a guitar in it. Oh, yeah. There's, an, no no there's a guitar playing in the background, so it's got like a rock and, rock and roll feel. Roll. Uh, track number 10 is called F- Fajr. 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 I give it three out of five. Faj- um, I I did read that that is Arab, an Arabic word for dawn. Oh, okay, for Don. And um, this song is about hope. It's still pretty uh, conscious and and, um, worldly, I suppose. Um, But it's not like calling out bad things. It's it's given hope. Okay. So it's it's a little bit of a change of pace lyrically, I'd say. That's pretty cool. Um, But musically, I didn't really care for it. It's not a bad song. Uh, Track number 11 is called Namesake. I gave it 3.5 out of 5. And it's literally about his namesake. Muhammad Ali, like paying homage to it. So it's, oh, okay. it's kind of cool that he's he's talking about that. Um, moving on to track number 12, uh, which is called All You Need. I gave it 5 out of 5, and it's my last recommendation.
0: Nice. Um,
1: I'd say it might be, other than uh, Stop the Press, where he's talking about all the things that's happened since the last album, I think this might be the most personal song on the album. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. It starts off with him recounting this one instance where he just came back from one of his first major tours whereas you people would say tour tours yes and he f- comes home to find that his his baby it like a toddler his son. baby his yeah. baby or to- he's he's a young baby let's just child. say baby he's probably a baby probably like um, one or two had somehow gotten into a pot of boiling water and got it all over his head mm-hmm. while the mom was asleep and, and neglecting him yeah uh, so he Like I said earlier, he's legally blind. He doesn't have his license. He has to call a cab and take the kid to the hospital. And he ends up, like, staying overnight, sleeping in a chair next to his his baby while he's getting treated. Uh, But the mom just hops on a bus and goes home, or to to work or home, and never comes, never visits. And he's like, that's when I decided to divorce you in my head. (laughs) God may forgive you for that. I never never did. Yeah. Yeah. and the second part of the song is him talking to his son. Yeah. And he's trying to explain to him why his ex wife, the son's mom, is the way that she is. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of an interesting thing that to, to like say all this horrible like not horrible things, but kinda of point out all these flaws and then Put some perspective on it, give yeah. it a little lens, because he's talking about how the mom grew up in uh, the foster, foster care yeah. because her mom was always on drugs and a, a terrible mother, so she never knew what um, a mother's supposed to be, and she never knew love, and so she
0: ended up repeating the cycle of what she knew. Yeah, so he's, so kind of, he's explaining to his son. Yeah. There's always two sides to a, a situation. Or it's kind of always two sides to a coin. There unless, is unless you're two-faced. Yeah, and there's only one side. Let's flip a coin for it, boys. (laughs) Heads you win, tails you lose. Heads
1: you win, heads you win. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But anyways, uh, this song was super vulnerable, I think, for him to write and actually put this out there. Yeah, that's true. Musically, it's really catchy, but I think the lyrics were so gripping, like like the storytelling, that I I almost didn't pay attention to the music.
0: Yeah, and I think that's probably... That seems like a a good goal, right?
1: I'd say so. I because I, I'm always listening. I listen to every song. I've listened to this song a, a ton of times, uh, but every time I'm, I'm focused in on the lyrics because it's yeah. it's really a a heartfelt, gripping, personal story. Hmm. Uh, but great song. Five out of five. Recommended. Nice. Um, on to song number thirteen. It's called My Beloved. I gave it two point five out of five. Oh,
0: really? It's Probably my least favorite. I like that song a lot. My beloved. My beloved. My beloved. I don't really care for. It's kind of a cool message, though, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's a love. It's it's about love. A well, couple I, different I even, forms of
0: love. Yeah, yeah. It's about someone in his life who had loved him, and like that's how he became who he is. Yeah, not necessarily like loving a woman per se. No, uh, but it's different different.
1: It's about lo- different types of love.
0: Yeah, I think at the end of the song, he's like, "This song goes out to Ne. Yeah. Or so. so
1: Like I said in my notes, don't care for the music. What nice message about love. <laughs> uh, like Every song has got a great message in it, and it's worth reading the lyrics. But moving on, track number 14, it's called "Singing This Song. I gave it 3.5 out of 5.
0: Singing This Song.
1: Which is another positive song, again, uh, yeah. about believing working towards being better, uh, like self-love. He references a bunch of artists yeah. in the song. Um, a bunch of people, I have no idea who they are, but it, uh, some I do, like John Lennon. Chuck D from Public Enemy, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan, Martin Luther, and his wife. Yeah. Um, so I think he's talking about these people were inspirational and, and gave a lot of good messages. And,
0: and they're sure. all kind of, the way that I kind of see it is that they're all like singing for the same thing, or like singing about the same things. Or like you said, the same message. Yeah. Do you know Chuck D from Public Enemy? No. Chuck D, Public Enemy
1: number one. He wears a pirate's hat a lot. Right, Chuck oh. D. Does he now? Yeah. Uh, Do you know who else is in Public Enemy? No. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav is the son. Public Enemy number one.
0: Is he the guy who wears a big clock? Yeah. (laughs) He's so funny. He must have have trouble remembering the time.
1: Maybe. Or maybe he did it once and people thought it was hilarious. He's like, I got my gimmick. I'm
0: keeping this for life. I'm good to go.
1: He's like, I'm just fine. Uh, on to track number 15, <laughs> titled Just Fine, <laughs> <laughs> nice, the, uh, I give this 3.75 out of 5, and this is the first out of, out of the last two songs, which are bonus tracks. Yeah. Um, this song is unlike all the other songs in the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of having like a message about positivity or a message about soci- socioeconomic, uh, political, whatever, uh, it's a song about how all that stuff's heavy and sometimes he just needs to check out and take a break. Yeah. And it, it goes through what his day it would be like when he takes his break. Yeah. yeah. Goes out to breakfast with his buddy, hangs out with uh. his kid, goes into his basement, goes to listens the park, to music. Goes to
0: the park and yeah. swings his children on the swings. Yeah. Just a, goes and jams in his basement. Yeah. He just yeah. has a nice day.
1: Um, but moving on to the last song, number 16, is called Dreaming in Color. So that kind of completes the, the title track. Mm. Um, I give us four to five. And it's another heavy, intense song like yeah. Morning in America. Um, and it's about, I think, having the dream and taking initiative and just, I don't know, doing everything with
0: heart. Yeah.
1: Dreaming in color! Dreaming
0: in color, 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 color,
1: color, co- co- color. Anyways... Uh, morning in America and dreaming colors is a really good album the lyrics are you gotta read the lyrics uh, he's he's pretty clear with his pronunciations yeah so he, after a couple really of listens is. you he can really pretty is. much get the message um, but it's definitely worth looking up the lyrics if, if you can't um, I do want to point out that I listen to a bunch of his other music and there's this one song called Forrest Whitaker <laughs> and that's my favorite song by him I can't get it out of my head <laughs> it, it, he he talks about how he's a little overweight how he's albino and he has terrible fashion sense but He sees himself as like the uh, the image of God and how he's, he's like, I'm a good looking guy. And I'm just gonna, anyone who says it like otherwise, I don't need them in my life. Yeah. It's check that song out. It's called Forrest Whitaker. We'll put a link on the website. Great song. Cool. On to
0: a group who is a little bit less, uh, I wouldn't say less serious or like less intense, but a little more comical though, for sure. Definitely a little bit more comical. Uh, their music is more comical in my opinion. Um, and their lyrics aren't as deep, but I think they're saying kind of a lot of the same things.
1: Yeah. And this album in particular, I think is, is, yeah, it's more, is more like a,
0: political for them. I would yes, assume. Yes. Definitely from some of their past releases. Um, again, I am, I have listened to the album To the Five Burrows by the Beastie Boys. Um, if you guys are familiar with the Beastie Boys, you probably know Brass Monkey, Fight for, right for your right to party. No sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah. Inter- Brass Monkey. Intergalactic. I don't know that one.
1: Intergalactic man, you know what? Okay. Uh, sabotage. Yeah. Oh yeah, sabotage. sabotage. Yeah, they a got a bunch one.
0: of bunch of good songs. So, if you're more used to hearing like Brass Monkey, that funky monkey, or You gotta fight Dah, 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 for your right dah, dah, to party. If you're more used to hearing that, like that that type of Beastie Boys, and this album might... Some of the songs will take you... Um, will throw you for a, a loop. A loop. It's almost as if you went on a slide, and then right before you're or you're about to reach the end, right before you're about to reach your destination, all of a sudden this loop the loop appeared out of nowhere, and then you were sent for that loop.
1: Yeah, it's like... It's like Hall- if you're watching that movie Halloween, and Michael Myers is chasing you with his knife, mm-hmm. and then he stops and says... Why don't you get away from
0: me, donkey? <laughs> oh my
1: God. I'm sorry, I had to. That's the wrong Mike Myers.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for good. That's uh, actually what his name is. Dude. I got
1: inspiration from of, of that Mike Myers slip up from the movie Baby Driver. <laughs> Remember they wanted to get masked from Halloween, Mike Myers, and he shows yeah. up with Austin awesome Power Bass. Yeah. <laughs> ah, classic Classic oh my mix gosh. up. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, um, Beastie Boys are obviously from New York City in case you can't tell from
0: the title. Yes. Uh, and they are the very boroughs. in love
1: with New York City in they which are, and this, they'll talk in about this later.
0: album is it's very evident that they are. Yeah. Do you know the five
1: boroughs? I mean, I know they talk about it in the one song, but can you list them? Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Bronx, Bronx, Queens, Queens, Staten, Staten, and Manhattan. Manhattan, Manhattan. yeah. To the five boroughs. We know the five boroughs. American Brews and Tunes has five boroughs. What are our five burrows? Um our five burrows are beer, music,
0: humor, humor, burps. beards, beards and burps. Beards and burps. Yeah. Okay. There's our five burrows. Five burrows. You uh you heard it here, you heard it first.
1: You heard it here, you heard it first. American Brews and Tunes has five burrows. Music. Beer. Humor. Beard
0: burps. <laughs> wow. Thank you, announcer, for that. Well, great, yes. Good um, job, announcer. Oh. Uh, you can go take a break now, if you'd like.
1: Okay, I won't take a break until the end of the episode. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> All right, see ya. Uh,
1: Man, <laughs> that announcer—he just likes to come in from time to time and just say things.
0: <laughs> I think that's the. Uh... That's our second character that we have on this show. We've got the announcer and we've got... Old Man Rust. Old Man
1: Rust, yeah. <laughs> old Man Rust. I made sure to tell him that yeah, we we're recording tomorrow, so he's, he's not coming today. Yeah,
0: he's going to be here tomorrow and we won't be recording then. Yeah. Joke's on him. Joke's on him. <laughs> Silly Old Man Rust. Anyway, let me get started on this album. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to go into all the songs, um, but... I wanted to still talk about each song, so I'm choosing my favorite lyric. Fair enough. From the, from the ones that I don't recommend. There's plenty to choose from. Because some of them are very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first track is called Check It Out. Check, 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 check it, it out. out. What, 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 what's it all about? <laughs> about? <laughs> um, oh, first out. of all, what are, their, what are their names? Mike D. Ad Rock, M-C-A,
1: and me, Mike D. Um, and their real names are Adam Yacht. Um, Michael Diamond and... What was the other one? And, uh, Ad Rock. MCA. MCA. Oh, that's Adam Yacht. Um, Mike D is Michael Diamond and Adam Rock. I think his name's Adam
0: Yorowitz.
1: Okay. Real, like, New York Jewish sounding name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so they're all three white dudes from New York. Um,
1: unfortunately, MCA is no longer with us. He passed on. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, I knew that one of them died. Uh, he
1: he um, died of cancer... Uh, shortly after they were inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he, he at least got to live to see that, but um, Mike D. and Ad Rock said they're not going to get to Beastie Boys without him, out of respect. Makes sense. <sighs> Bummer.
0: Uh, sorry, I'll That's let you... Right. Back to check it out. Um, I think it's a great album opener. Al- album Opener. Albin them. Albin them opener. Yeah. Um, album. opener. Yeah. Uh, album opener. My favorite... Uh, I, I did not recommend it. I gave it four to five, though. <sighs> I love this song. Um, my favorite lyric is or one of my favorite lyrics from the song is now get your clothes right out the dryer put armor all up on your tire sport that fresh sh- attire <laughs> sport that fresh sh- it goes it goes like super sh- attire yeah it goes like super quiet and it pans between yeah. the ears and it's like fresh sh- attire how they talk about like naked knights and all like, these fun things in the
1: one of them they do yeah hey doctor what's the condition I'm a man that's on a mission <laughs> I love this song. I think it was up for a Grammy. It's just, so, it's just so silly.
0: It is a, it's, a, it's a really fun song. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that song, though. On track number two, it's called Right, Right, Now, Now. That one, I'd say, is a little bit more It kind of starts with more minor. Uh, it's definitely more uh, socially conscious. Um, also, I noticed that in a couple of these songs, in this one and another one, they started off by saying, Ooh, oh!" <laughs> they, They... <laughs> Uh, if you listen to that,
1: they like to do that noise like a lot, <laughs> they go, Ooh, oh, all over the place. It's so funny! And they'll just randomly drop that in the middle of songs, yeah. all over the place, <laughs> all over the place. When I first heard that, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It's like if you let a little kid in the recording studio. It's like we can just do whatever we
0: want. Ooh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! It's so funny. This is got kind of like a harpsichord on the song, right? Yeah, it's it has like a minor being I think the the, yeah. the yeah. different than anything else sounding on the album, I'd say. Yeah. Um but it's it seems to me that it's like a song about wanting to take action right right now now. Yeah. And um, not let things get worse. Yeah, it's about unity and not wanting to propagate violence is kind of what I have gleaned from it.
1: Now, for those of you who don't know what propagate is, <laughs> Jesse will explain it.
0: Yeah, it just means to Continue in cont- a continuation.
1: Now that we all know what that means, I'll let you. Uh,
0: Prop- I mean, propagate would probably be to like actively continue. Yeah. Right? Now that we know what that
1: means, let Jesse propagate his his uh, <laughs> review.
0: <laughs> not, <let> you- <laughs> not before I take another sip of, of this delicious beer. Yeah.
1: Propagate uh, your taste buds, sipping uh, the taste, <sighs> and now propagate your review.
0: Okay. Um, well, Begin the propagation. Th- that was. Th- <laughs> that was. It, uh, uh, that was it for my. The review, I'm just going to say my next, uh, my favorite lyric, which is more of a serious one. Um, uh, I can't remember who's <laughs> rapping at this point, but they say, I went to get a loan and they asked my race. I wrote down human inside the space. Inside the space. Instead of like writing their actual race. Yeah. So, so I was Why, like, why would was that like, matter on a loan? I was like, nice. Kind of a cool, I don't know, I a cool line. Yeah, it is a cool line. <laughs> Um the next song is called Three the Hard Way. Uh this is basically a song about how awesome they are. <laughs> they have a lot of songs it's like pretty this. That's all it is. <laughs> like we're the best three rappers, yo. Yeah. That kind of to- <laughs> Yeah. Uh uh. It happens uh, all over the place. <laughs> the uh the main line from this one is we're gonna rock this motherfucker the three the hard way. Three the hard way, three the hard way.
1: Oh man. Um, Only now- the BC boys could get away with that. <laughs>
0: This 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 is my favorite lyric from it because I didn't recommend it either. Now we be grilling cheese and flipping flapjacks, um, with the diamond stylus, yo. We cutting wax. <laughs> <laughs> that is technically how they cut wax to make records with the diamond stylus. Yeah, yeah. But his last name's also Diamond. I think Mike D was my, uh, was rapping there.
1: Dad, Rock, MCA, and me, Mike D. <laughs> I go by the name of. I would just, never mind. I'll let you. Be,
0: be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Track number four is called It Takes Time to Build. And this is also another kind of socially conscious song. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song is kind of, uh, I would say it's, they're like ask, they're like trying to figure out a way to like build things the right way. Yeah. Like they're trying to like move, they want society to move in the, what they believe is the right direction as opposed to the way it was going at that time. Um, and there aren't many. There aren't too, There weren't too many funny lyrics in this one. They're all fairly no, serious. No, I, I think this is a serious one. Yeah. Um, so track number five is called "Rhyme the Rhyme Well." Um, this is the one where you were talking about earlier, right? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> um, I didn't recommend it, but it's still really good, though. Um, my favorite lyric is, "I'm the player and the coach, and I'm no roach. I bought my grandma a brand new brooch." <clears throat> brooch cuz yeah he says brand new brooch <laughs> it's so <laughs> ridiculous why i'll <laughs> on the tell you why in the coach the reason
1: why is because i ain't no roach
0: why not <laughs> <laughs> yeah brooch brooch on to my first recommendation which is track number 6 this is which definitely is one called of my favorites. triple trouble
1: i could i i don't know if you're going to go into there but i can tell you my favorite line from this song yeah
0: it's definitely the same one are you um, gonna, are you going to read it Adam? well i'm going to i'm going to start it and then you can uh you can finish it I recommended it, but um, it's a really funny song, and they each kind of like describe who they are. There's mm-hmm. also a cowbell in this song. If um, you
1: if you wanna know one of the real deal about, about the three, three, we're gonna hit you with triple, triple trouble, trouble y'all. We're gonna bring you up to speed. Not check it out.
0: Not check it out. Um, Shop cheddar. My
1: rhymes are better now. What in the hell of Troy is that? Did I hear you say my rhymes are whack? <laughs> That's the best line. What <laughs> in the hell enough, Troy, is
0: that? <laughs> Did I hear you say my rhymes is whack? <laughs> it's so hilarious. So ridiculous. That's Ed Rock doing that one. <laughs> but it's great, though, yeah. I just think it's funny how he says, Sharp, cheddar, my rhymes are better. Uh, just just to rhyme with better, he says Quick, <laughs>
1: slightly re- related gress. Okay. I know I've, I've showed you this before, but for all of you listeners out there, there is a fun mashup uh, called The Beastles, where this, oh, this yeah. person mixed... Uh, mashed mashed, I guess, Beatles songs with Beastie Boy songs, and on this song they mixed Triple Trouble with Day Tripper, and so it's called Tripper Trouble. It goes <laughs> do 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 do.
0: If you if you wanna know, it's it's just so funny. It's, uh, I think I remember you showing me that, and it actually sounds pretty cool. It,
1: it's really there's some really kind of stupid sounding songs on there, but that one's cool. Yeah, I got my buddy John Hartman to to say thanks for showing me that one. Yeah. I think he. I don't know if he was a. I can't remember if he was a Beastie Boy fan, but he was definitely a big Beatles fan, and maybe he yeah. knew that I liked the Beastie Boys, so he should be. Do that. But who knows? Um, 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 anyway, it's a.
0: That's a great song. It's my it's, first recommendation. It's so catchy. Um, I mean, like all these songs are really catchy. That's the thing. And I guess
1: it's this album compared to their, their album before, which is called Hello Nasty. I think they strip back the the beats a little bit, make them a little bit more simple. Like, there's nothing really like I'd say super duper flashy. Like some songs have. Things that stand out like Triple Trouble stands out, right? Right now, now stands out with the. Yeah. the but otherwise, it's nothing too crazy. Uh, yeah. If you go back and listen to the album before, there's stuff going all over the place. Really? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, the next song is called "Hey You." F- oh yeah, they got the F word in there. Um, and my, I, I, didn't recommend it. Uh, but there are a couple of lyrics from this one that I like. Yeah. The beginning of it. Um, someone says "Shabadu." You say they say Shabadoo Shabadee. <laughs> shabba shabadu. <laughs> <laughs> For
1: some reason, because why not? Because it's
0: funny. Yeah, and then uh, this is uh, this is another lyric, uh, another lyric that I like. Um, I can't remember who it was, but he said, "You people call yourselves MCs, but you're garbage men, taking out the trash when you pull out the pen." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, main they, hooks they, uh, from a sample, right? They they sent put in some some guy saying, "Hey, f you."
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you don't like it, then hey, you. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. Good. I guess we should uh, interject right here that both albums do have some strong language. If you're yes. offended, um, if, if it's that big of a problem where you, you can't hear curse words, if it'll really turn you off, then don't listen. If you can get past it, I think both albums are worth listening to.
0: Yeah. Same um, here. Yeah. Um, On to my next recommendation, just because I like the oh. way it sounds. Word. Yeah. <laughs> It's track number eight called Oh, Word. Uh, i was surprised I'm surprised you picked this one. This is another song, uh, that um, introduces each member and like each, <laughs> each each member like just talks about themselves. They like to do this a lot, yeah. every single album um, but the the thing I like about this song is though, is that there's like a robot voice that introduces them all. Mm-hmm. so like the robot voice would be like, Mike D. And then like he'll start start rapping. Mm, and, right? Yeah. Um, the first line. I just I just I just wrote down like the first half of a line from this one. Um, it's the first line of the song. They say, "Yo, what the schnitzel?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the first line. Yo, what the schnitzel? <laughs> That's the first line of the whole song. And whenever I first heard it, I was like, "What the heck?" Yo, what the schnitzel?
1: That's so. Fun. I'm gonna start using that. Yeah. I'm going to go into a German restaurant, and, and they're the they're, I don't think there's anyone German working there in Nashville, but if someone comes, i was like, oh, guten tag, what can I get for your menu request? And I'll say, yo, what the schnitzel? <laughs> he says, oh, wie, you want see schnitzel? Yeah. I say, no. What the schnitzel? Come with a pretzel.
0: <laughs> with beer cheese soup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's that's a funny line. Oh my goodness. Um but anyway, I I just like the way that song sounds too. Yeah, it's a good one. So, track number 9 is called That's it, that's all. And this song also starts off with a Ooh-ooh. Oh! <laughs> I'm telling you, every album there's there's plenty of those. Yes, there is. There's also a uh, a funny lyric that I decided to write down. Um after the ooh-oohs. Um Ooh-ooh. <laughs> yeah. I believe it is Ad Rock who says this one. Um, but he says, Look what the cag dra- the cat dragged in. The creme de la creme without the skim Is <laughs> it like skim milk, I think. Man, well I do love skim milk. <laughs> <laughs> actually I
1: don't <laughs> I don't drink milk anymore, so um I my mom would get skim milk from time to
0: time. We were mainly a one percent You know um, what I believe drinking Milk drinking family. I believe we were a, we were also either a one percent or a two percent. Never a whole whole
1: yeah. milk. We, though. we, I, I grew up on two percent, but then whenever one percent became more widely available, that's what we went to. One percent milk. Was it never widely available before? I have no idea, man. <laughs> I could, I could be BSing right now. I have no idea. <laughs> um, oh
0: my but, goodness. But uh, f-
1: for the majority of my life, I'd say we had one percent. Huh. Sorry to, to digress. I'll let you get back to the song.
0: That's all right. Um, well, that was it for that song. Um, i just got a few more songs to touch on here. Um, the next song is track number 11, and it's called Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> that, was, that was a nice pose. Oh, yeah. Shazam!
1: When you say Shazam, you put your left hand over your head and your right hand like you're scrubbing your
0: armpit. Yeah. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> and if, if we were not sitting down you'd also have to jump up and do a heel, a heel click yes Oh, heel click <laughs> uh, anyway um, this song is pretty good but I just I didn't want to write down all these lyrics because there are a couple of really funny ones so I'm just going to read you them from Lyric Genius okay go for it um, uh, okay so one of them is I'd like a lettuce tomato and monster on rye all this cheese is going to make me cry gargondola Provolone, don't even get me started on this microphone. Oh
1: gosh, and then, like, you, like you know, in New York, They like sandwiches are big, right? Yeah, like there's a deli on every street corner, sandwich yeah. shops all over the place. So there you go,
0: there you go. Um, but the, this next one's the best. Blowing up like my name is Joe Bazooka. I'm a super duper MC party pooper. <laughs> <Super> <laughs> on a track so duper. sick it'll make make you feel all queasy. Make you do like Fred Sanford with I'm coming, Wheezy. that's oh <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, also, he, later he talks about a bedazzler, so it makes his outfit tight. <laughs> oh I'm in the lab all day. I scrabble all night. I got a bedazzler, so my outfit's tight. <laughs> and he doesn't mean tight as in form-fitting.
1: He means tight, tight as, as in, in cool.
0: cool. A <laughs> yeah, bedazzler. His outfit's bedazzled. It's so that's old. An old, such an old reference <laughs> it's so funny I don't think I've ever and this is this is the song bedazzled items.
1: my sister bedazzled things I think probably
0: I, I never did either probably um but this is a song where they say everybody get down <laughs> everybody get down uh. yeah. anyway that, that song is good that was called Shazam uh but on to my last recommendation track number 12 um good probably choice. probably the most um serious song in the album I'd say well, yeah. um also, like, not very many funny lyrics either. Um, it's, but it was definitely not meant to be a funny it's song. It's very, a very very serious song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called an, an Open Letter to NYC. Yeah. New York City, for those of <laughs> you who don't know what NYC means. For those of you not in the know, that is
1: New York City. I, it's pretty pretty underground, knowing what NYC is. Yeah, Which true. You're right, among you're the welcome. lucky few, then. There you go.
0: Well, n- now that you're listening to this, you are among the lucky few. <laughs> oh, gosh. NYC. NYC. Um... The song is about, the song, I shouldn't say what um, is about, I should say this song clearly is a, is a huge example of how much they love New, New York, York City. New York City, yeah. Yeah. They list the five boroughs in the chorus. They, yeah, they list the five boroughs in the chorus, um, but they also, uh, they talk a lot about like, what I assume are like, personal places that they like. Oh, yeah. And like personal places that they go a lot mm-hmm. in NYC. Um, New York City, once again. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you didn't catch it last time, it's uh, NYC is New York City. Yeah. Um, and the song is basically about uh, uh, unifying as a city, regardless of color or ethnicity. Yes. That's basically what it's about. Um, the chorus, or the hook, chorus, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, says it all. They say, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens. Bronx. Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Staten, from the battery to the top of Manhattan, Asian, Middle Eastern, and Latin, black, white, New York, you make it happen. And and New York City is pretty well known for being
1: a melting pot of a lot of cultures. Um, Obviously, back in the day when immigrants would come to America, a lot of them would come through Through Ellis Island. If they came over the ocean, a lot of them would come from Ellis Island uh, and so New York City is the first place they came. Yeah. Um, obviously, not everyone, but, you know, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of cultures come through New York.
0: Yeah, so I think it's... uh. Like it's, people from Amsterdam! <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie-daisy! Not again. Not again, no! We're to
1: look out for the, the, the dead rabbits. No, not again. Sorry, I won't bring that back up. I won't
0: bring that back up. <laughs> please don't okay anyway um, let's,
1: let's just get back to NYC right right now now
0: okay let's do it Shazam I mean Shazam what the schnitzel <laughs> yo what the schnitzel okay. what in the Helen of Troy is that did I hear you say that my rhymes. rhymes is whack, whack? Uh, but anyway I, <laughs> the, all those little gresses that we had are not to take away from this song's message <laughs> Um, I think this has got one of the most powerful messages on the album. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, they talk about how the two, even though the two towers are gone, like they have to stay united as a city. Yeah. And like fight through whatever hardships come their way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of really cool to hear that from a band that I have known for so long, just to be kind of like a jokey, like joking you know, joking around band. You know. From
1: their their first album, Licensed to Ill. Do you know the song Girls? Yeah. Do 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 girls. Oh, yeah. that really won is girls. So yeah, from that song to a letter to NYC, is a big difference. Yeah,
0: that yeah. it definitely is. It's pretty. It's it's kind of cool to see. So, yeah. I give that song five out of five and recommended it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just mention these last three songs. I didn't I didn't look at many lyrics uh, for them, but they're pretty good though. Um, the track number thirteen is called "Crawl Space" and Crawl, it's I'm about like it's about taking all all out all those other sucka MCs that are worse than them, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Track 14 is called The Bruhaha. Mhm. Um Bruhaha. The Bruhaha is I guess the party or something like that. Mhm. Uh, then track number 15 is We Got The and this song is kind of kind of a good way to end the song, I mean, end the album. Uh because it's basically it's basically saying like, "Hey, who has the power to change? Who has the power to make a difference? We got the power to make a difference and make a change." Yeah. So, so kind of leaves you kind of, hanging off that. <clears throat> yeah, kind of the same ending that the Brother Ali album had. Um, I believe anyway. Like take initiative, take like initiative, it. and doing go do it yourself. Um, so kind of a good way to end an album. Um, I definitely was not expecting this album to be that serious. Yeah, I I I had a hard time because <clears throat> I knew I was gonna recommend a Beastie Boy album.
1: Um, I had a hard time picking out which one because there are albums that have other songs that are way more popular, way more. Um, that were bigger hits, I suppose. Yeah. Um, albums, I there are albums I like better, but I thought this would be a good one. It just, I don't know. It would just be a good one to recommend. Yeah, I yeah. just, I, I ended up settling on this one.
0: Well, like I said, it's a, it's kind of nice. It's nice to see a more serious side of a band that most people view as a jokey band.
1: You know what they like musically? What they were originally? No, they were a Rock? hardcore punk band.
0: Oh really? Yes.
1: Wow. Like they played it like CBGB's, like the. That's like, interesting. They had like a, a four-piece hardcore punk band, um, and on some of their earlier albums, like maybe their second or third album, there's there's a couple punk songs on there. Yeah. Well, um, sabotage. But even that's not really a punk song. Like I'm yeah. talking fast, like really punk like fast, songs. Yeah. I'll show you later. But okay. But they, um, I think they had a one song that was kind of like into the hip hop realm, and it ended up being like a huge underground hit. And they're like, maybe we should do this. Huh, and the rest is, as they say, history. As they say, the rest is history. Um, both are good albums, um, as far as rap goes. Um, quick little message for you guys: next episode will be episode thirty-three, uh, and it's gonna—that means repeat. So, repeat. We're gonna Artist recommend repeat. Uh, artists that we've already reviewed albums for. We're gonna recommend different albums from those artists. So, what I'm gonna recommend for you, Jesse. Okay. Is from the band No Effects. I know previously I had you listen to Punk and Drublick. Yep. Now I'm going to have you listen to The War on Errorism. The War
0: on Errorism. Not terrorism. Errorism. Okay. Sounds good. Um, And I'm going to bring it way back. Okay. Bring it way back. Okay. Way back. What, th- the Frank Turner? To the uh, second episode. Oh, second episode. I believe I recommended this band for you in the, in the second episode. What is it? The Shins. Oh, if my memory serves me, that probably was the second episode. And instead of Kissing the lipless, which is what I recommended for you the second episode, I'm going to recommend for you one of their more recent albums. It's called Port of Morrow. Oh, you're going at the Port of Morrow. Yep, exactly. Why are I'd
1: the Irish? we we'll to the Port of Morrow
0: watched <laughs> <Yes. laughs> me like a charms to the port of morrow oh my gosh let's not start this again oh fellow potatoes are coming from the port of morrow from the port of morrow I don't even know tomorrow. what that port
1: is but I'm excited to hear it because I like the shins quite a bit I know I've listened to uh, like you said Cousin the Lipless in their most recent album which is called um, Heartworms Heartworms that's correct which I really like it's a lot it's a great album yeah um, but I'm
0: excited to listen to Port uh, tomorrow. I think it'll be good yeah, I would say that uh Portomaro is a little bit a little bit different than Heartworms, but Yeah, either um, way it's still really good. I'm excited though. to hear it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who's there? Oh
1: No, it couldn't it be. It couldn't be. I thought we ditched him. Er,
0: oh, hello boys. Are you almost done with your poo cast. No It's old man Rust. <laughs> old man Rust? What are what you the doing? Hey? What are you doing here, old man Rust? Oh, you guys are recording one of those poo casts together. No,
1: Old Man Rust. Podcast. We explained this last time. Podcast. It's internet radio. Oh,
0: right, right. Free for the ears. Well, you see, I thought you were recording that yesterday. I mean, tomorrow, my mind's slipping sometimes. Old Man
1: Rust, your dementia is killing me. I Uh, mean,
0: it's affecting you, but it's killing me. (laughs) Old Man Rust? Old Man Rust? Go outside and wait. We'll be with you in a second. Oh, well, you know what, old man Rust,
1: We'll take you out for some corned beef hash after oh, this. Oh, wow.
0: That does sound delicious. We'll get you some diner coffee and corned beef hash. Yeah, okay? old man Rust, you probably like diner coffee, okay? You're probably one of those people who likes diner coffee. And don't worry, I got a takeout container of prune juice for you. Oh, wow. Well, that just whets my whistle right to, your, right to your way, boys. So I'll leave you alone to finish your cast.
1: I probably watch more than just his whistle, if you know what I'm saying. Oh gosh! <laughs> all right, all oh, right, man Russ, man we'll Russ. catch you in a few minutes. Okay, Yeah, get out of here. We just gotta sign off and finish our beers.
0: Okay, boys, I'll talk to you on the down below later. T T Y L, as you know, that one guy says. Bye. <laughs> man,
1: does you know man. what T T Y L means?
0: I don't know. What a crazy guy. Yeah,
1: I thought that for He's sure. So we wouldn't old. Have seen him. He's so rusty.
0: Well. <laughs> he's so rusty <laughs> well, anyway now well, that we're done with that rude intrusion of old man from old man rust we'll, yeah, uh that rude, and rude intrusion we'll uh, give a final uh, review of these beers and then clickety clank and say the magic word and then sign off um,
1: my beer actually did change a little I'm gonna, I'm, I'm it? gonna say okay. uh, not always does it happen from time to time it does but um, I think I got used to the bit like used to the bitter flavor, oh okay, um and so I wasn't no longer I was no longer surprised by how bitter it was and the the strong ale arrogant bastard double bastard flavor that I'm used to came through so it's okay. it's much more present than interesting it so it was. kind of
0: it kind of mellowed out as it got warmer. yes, that's really that's pretty cool
1: and like I said before, this beer is two and a half years old, so it it, it probably tasted different originally. Um, I would think
0: probably a little bit different.
1: Yeah, two years of cellar aging is definitely going to do something, but it, it, it would have some similarities. I'm guessing... The, Maybe a little bit more intense.
0: I'm guessing the coffee flavor or the espresso flavor would probably be a little bit less if it was new.
1: Yeah, I, I think the strong ale flavor mellowed out a bit. Yeah. yeah. What about yours? Um, as far change? as my
0: beer, it's definitely gotten way better as it mellowed out. It uh, It tastes way more boozy now. Interesting. Like it's it's way it feels like it's stronger almost. The, the, but it's I, not.
1: I, I know that's that's uh, normally the case. Booziness comes through as the temperature rises. Yeah. So it's it's still
0: really good though. Yeah. Still a very good beer. Yeah. Very, very much satisfied with it.
1: What do you say we give it the uh old uh slogan and sign off until next week? Sounds good. good. All right. Shall Once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. Okay. Uh, And this is American Brews and Tunes. Don't forget to give us a like or a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can look us up. If you so desire. At American Brews and Tunes. Send us an email at Tunes at gmail.com. You know, just live the dreams, shout us out, reference us, send us an email, like us on Facebook, direct message us, Uh, give us a follow, like the pictures, look at our videos. Yeah, do it (laughs) it all. Do whatever you want. And, Um, of course, our our website. Our website. com. Look it up. That's where all our bonus content is. True, yeah. Yeah. And And shout us out if you want us to do something.
0: Oh, yeah, true. Um, If you do want us to listen to an album that you really like for a one-off... Uh, just DM us on one of those or send us an email. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for listening, guys. We appreciate it.
1: What the schnitzel? Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American
0: Brews and Tunes. shibbity be day